This talk is offered by Ordinary Mind Zendo. Ordinary Mind was founded by Barry Magid, Dharma heir of Charlotte Joko Beck, and is dedicated to her vision of a psychologically minded Zen practice adapted to the needs of American students practicing in the context of their everyday lives. Our public programs are made possible by donations from people like you. Dharma by Billy Collins The way the dog trots out the front door every morning without a hat or an umbrella, without any money or the keys to her doghouse, never fails to fill the saucer of my heart with milky admiration. Who provides a finer example of a life without encumbrance? Thoreau, in his curtainless hut, with a single plate, a single spoon. Gandhi, with his staff and his holy diapers, Off she goes into the material world with nothing but her brown coat and her modest blue collar, following only her wet nose, the twin portals of her steady breathing, followed only by the plume of her tail. If only she did not shove the cat aside every morning and eat all his food. What a model of self-containment she would be. What a paragon of earthly detachment. If only she were not so eager for a rub behind the ears, so acrobatic in her welcomes. If only I were not her god. The bulletin board downstairs, Claire posted a copy of a short article of mine in Buddha Dharma on uh, practicing alone. And uh, somehow the editors decided to illustrate this article with a very large picture of a dog curled up, I guess, next to a Zafu or something. Um, I have no idea what the dog is doing there. It's a very small picture of me in the corner. I don't, I don't know why the dog gets the bigger picture. But um, maybe this morning, instead of uh, the Dharma, we're going to be uh, talking about the dogma. Uh, <laughs> um, my favorite dog poem, uh, which comes from an anthology of poems called, uh, supposedly written in the voice of the dog, a uh, little anthology called Unleashed. There's a um, poem that it's in entirety goes, Are you going to eat that? Are you going to eat that? Are you going to eat that? I'll eat that. <laughs> now that poem actually um, 
can serve as a um, excellent paradigm of what Dokasan is supposed to be. <laughs> this is pure presentation of a state of mind, right? Whole thing in a moment, that's who and what I am, right? What I want. So Billy Collins uh, writes a poem called Dharma, and I think um, I knew Billy slightly, and I can think I can say that uh, there's not a Buddhist bone in his body. <laughs> uh, so what is he doing writing this poem Dharma, and what is he illustrating for us? Um, I think it's a um, wonderful uh, lesson in how we look at simplicity and naturalness and how those things are uh, fetishized in uh, Buddhism and in other uh, practices. And how we... um, somehow managed to make such a big deal out of being simple. Billy uh, Collins contrasts the uh, natural life of his dog with the here ostentatious simplicity of Thoreau and Gandhi. Make a big show of going off and living a simple life. And so there's a certain kind of irony about any kind of practice that goes to all this trouble uh, to act naturally. And the dog is a uh, very nice model of, as he says, a life without encumbrance. Right? No possessions. Just following her nose and her breath. And yet, <laughs> she eats all the cat's food and wants that rub behind the ears. And most of all, has her master, as her God. Any analogy you can think of in Zen circles? (laughs) What we very elaborately construct as natural so often has uh, barely belief beneath the surface all sorts of needs for idealization and um, reward and um, little rivalries with the cat. Um, We can make a big uh, show of our simplicity, but we need to uh, stay aware that like the dog... uh, 
Acting natural is not necessarily uh, so pure as it is simple. I don't want to load down a uh, good poem with too much uh, commentary. Uh, That wouldn't be in the spirit of simplicity. So I'll just end by reading it one more time. Dharma. The way the dog trots out the front door every morning, without a hat or an umbrella, without any money or the keys to her doghouse, never fails to fill the saucer of my heart with milky admiration. Who provides a finer example of a life without encumbrance? Thoreau in his curtainless hut with a single plate, a single spoon. Gandhi with his staff and his holy diapers. Off she goes into the material world with nothing but her brown coat and her modest collar. Following only her wet nose, the twin portals of her steady breathing, followed only by the plume of her tail. If only she did not shove the cat aside every morning and eat all his food, what a model of self-containment she would be. What a paragon of earthly detachment. If only she were not so eager for a rub behind the ears so acrobatic in her welcomes, if only I were not her God.